Hello and welcome back to another episode if you want to do what. Today we've got Emily Hennigan on and she's an estate agent. Hi Emily. Hello. How are we? Oh, not too bad. How are you guys? Yeah, good, good. It's uh, it's Tuesday, so we're, we're motoring along the week, thankfully. Nearly halfway there. <laughs> it's terrible we say that, isn't it? We should we should say that. This should wish away the days. But, you know. <laughs> um, Emily, should we jump straight in? Do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, so I have an estate agency, um, Emily Hennigan Real Estate. Um, I'm based in Glasgow, so I basically help homeowners, developers and investors um, sell their property with as little stress and hassle as possible. I know that sounds daft, but it can actually be done. Um, and I've been doing that for the past year and a half. So estate agency, why did you go into it? So I've always kind of been in the world of property. Um, I started off whilst I was at uni. I worked in a letting agency part-time. Um, and I did that all throughout my, my uni career. Um, actually, I went to uni and I left after three years. I didn't like it at all. Um, it was just one of those things where, you know, it kind of, it's just what you you were told you had to do when you left school, you know, yeah. leave school, go to uni. And if you don't go to uni, what what the hell are you doing? Um, so I went to uni. Um, I went and did a, a master's course in international business in Spanish, um, just mainly because I thought business, that's quite widespread. I could maybe do a few things with that. And then Spanish, I thought I'll get a year abroad out of it as well. <laughs> um, so that was the main motivator for it. But then come the third year, um, I was supposed to go on the year abroad and then COVID hit. Oh, wow. And yeah that got brought to a halt so we weren't able to go abroad and I thought I cannot I cannot go another three years of this and not even get a year abroad out of it um so after the third year I graduated with my bachelor's um and I was still working in the late agency and I thought oh I need a I needed you know full-time work I'd left uni um and my family they had a sourcing and investment company at the time um which they'd had for years so I just went to work work with them for a bit which is was a good bit of experience a different kind of sector in the industry um did that for a wee bit but I'd worked in sales actually just as a bit of work experience now and again um over the summers and I knew that that's really the route that I wanted to go down um and I knew I wanted to have my own business I didn't want to work for anybody um but it was that whole thing of like oh I'm too young I don't know enough I need to get more experience you know all those things went on in my head yeah Um, lots of lots of self-doubt about you know can you actually do it right I absolutely and you know am I experienced enough are people just gonna look at me and think she's too young what does she know you know all those sort of things were going on um so I thought I'll come maybe get a job in an estate agency but then COVID hit obviously went to work and I thought do you know what if there's ever a time to do it it's probably now um so I just went for it Oh, congratulations. I mean, it's such a big step to take. Um, but that is the hardest step, isn't it? I don't know if you agree with me, but actually taking the jump and going, actually, I'm going to do this. Oh, absolutely. Just going for it and not thinking too much about it. I think somebody had asked me not too long ago, that like, if you knew what it was going to be like a year and a half ago, would you have still done it? I said, probably not. <laughs> um, if you know how hard it's going to be, but just jump into it really naively and just go at it guns blazing and, and see what happens is the best thing you can do. 
I think you made a really good point earlier about university. And we always talk about this, like Tom went to university, he studied, is it mechanical engineering, Tom? Yeah. So mechanical engineering, that to me is worth going to university. But so many people like my school specifically sat me down and asked me why I wasn't filling in a UCAS application. Cause I always knew I didn't want to go to university. I just, I was done with the education, but they actually sat me down and were like, well, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to go and get a job in the city or, or whatever i don't want to go to university and the fact that they constantly push people into uni so many people just waste their time personally that's my opinion and people i've spoken to on this podcast it's a waste of their time if they don't know exactly what they want to do or use their degree some people have a great time but from my personal experience and what we've talked about i don't really see it being as valuable as it was and people shouldn't be pushed to it right no absolutely i think if you're going to be a doctor absolutely that's the way to go but it's you know in school you think if you don't go to uni it's like you know you're done for <laughs> that's kind of what's pushed down your throat if you're not going to uni what are you doing with your life you're not going to be successful like owning a owning a business and starting something of your own is just not something that they encourage or at least when I was at school it was just not encouraged at all it was too risky you needed to go to uni, get a degree, get a job, settle down, and that was you. But there's so many people out there that are, I mean, I went to uni just because I thought that's what I had to do. And I did get a really good, I mean, I made friends for life at uni. And that was probably about it, to be honest. I've never used my degree once. Um, maybe the languages, I've used that a few times. Um, but yeah, there needs to be more support for people that, you know, just don't want to do that. And it needs to be encouraged more. No, you're certainly right. Um, for you though, starting the, uh, the your business, um, what was that first step? Obviously, it was quite quite a hurdle. But what what did that actually involve? What was the first things you actually started doing to start your business? So I understood that estate agency was the route I wanted to go down, and it made sense. You know, with my family having a source in an investment company, I'd worked in lettings. The natural progression was sales, and it was the part that I enjoyed the most. Um, and then it was just whether I set up completely on my own as a complete independent high street agent or whether I went under an umbrella with somebody. So I'm with Keller Williams at the moment. Um, and they are just, they're just this, I mean, I'm still in my own company and my actual company's um, Casa Estate Agents actually, but I trade as Emily Hennigan Real Estate. Um, with Keller Williams and they're just a massive they're just a massive support system basically and they provide you with all the tools that you need to set up the estate agency if you have any questions there's a team there that you can phone and you know they're happy to help you any time of the day and we are just starting see having that it's it's invaluable that's interesting I've not heard of that before so you've got backing from another company could you explain a bit more about how that actually works yeah, so I am with Keller Williams. Um, so essentially, oh, I always find it quite difficult to explain. I ask them a million times, you know, how do you really explain it? <laughs> um, okay. And it's actually really simple. It's not difficult. Um, it's just a group of independent agents all working under the one umbrella, essentially. Okay, so like but, a pool um, of resources. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And Keller Williams, for me, they're there to support me because as much as, you know, I know how to sell a house, there's so many people that you come across and so many different scenarios and things that I would never I've never dealt with before. Mm. And being, you know, the owner, the, the owner of the business, the buck stops for you. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's a problem, 
you need to deal with it whereas if you were in a job you would usually just pass it off to somebody else and never think about it again so there's things that I've come up against that I think oh gosh like how do you how do you deal with this situation what I do what I say I've never you know spoken to this type of person before and our personalities are clashing a wee bit how that how do I deal with it so just having somebody there that you can pick up the phone and say listen I don't know how to deal with this can you help I mean, that sounds incredibly helpful. That's great to know if anybody's thinking of starting themselves. But to be an estate agent and to do what you're doing, do you need any formal qualifications or or anything of that sort? No, you actually don't. Um, to be a letting agent, you need to go through letwell exams. That's quite a regulated industry. Um, but to be in um, estates and to have your own estate agency business, I mean, there are courses and qualifications that you can do, but none of it is, you know necessary all you need to have is all the regulation and things in place um, and know what you're doing basically so what's an average day for you like at the moment oh busy I mean social media is a really big thing for me um so wake up it's like clockwork honestly wake up emails first thing in the morning then I'll maybe video do some video content because it's you know peak time for daylight um, found some TikToks. I don't know if you guys like TikTok. I love TikTok. I, I had to delete it because I got so addicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to battle that problem. But I use, you know, the fact that I post TikToks as an excuse to go on TikTok. <laughs> it's for work. That's what I say. <laughs> um, so I'll do social media content and then I book in all my valuations and viewings in the afternoons. So that's usually what the afternoons are taking up until maybe eight, nine o'clock at night. Wow. So it's a long old day. Yeah, very long days, seven days a week. It's not as glamorous as it might sound. And how important is social media to the world of a state agency these days? Oh, massively. I think, you know, the world's changing. Like social media is the place to be. If you're not on social media, your business just isn't going to reach its potential. Oh, 100%. Me, I don't have a shop front. I don't have, you know, a designated website necessarily. I mean, there's the Keller Williams website where I'm a part of it, but I don't have an Emily Hennigan real estate website. Everything is just run through Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, you know, Instagram, all the social media platforms. And that's how I run my business. Is it fair to say that work-life balance can be quite difficult being a state agent? You've mentioned you've worked, you know, quite long hours. I guess you have to travel to properties to do showings and things like that. Is it difficult to maintain that work-life balance? Oh, absolutely. I think being an estate agent, you know, for a, you know, just working for an estate agency, the work-life balance is quite difficult because of that. You see, owning the business and having that responsibility, I, I'm not really, I'm not very good at the work-life balance at the moment, I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, it's, it is seven days a week and if a client needs you, you need to be there. I mean, obviously you set your boundaries and things and, you, you know, I'm not answering phone calls at all hours of the day, but yeah it's really difficult viewings travel time for viewings is a big thing and then you get there and people don't show up and then you need to go back out and yeah you're I'm here there and everywhere all the time (laughs) what do you think are some of the uh, critical personality traits you need to one be an estate agent but also own your own company as an estate agent patience (laughs) (laughs) need a lot of patience Um, you're dealing with all different walks of life every single day and some people are more challenging than others and you know understandably at times you know they're buying or selling a massive asset um 
which can be really daunting for people. So they have lots of questions and, you know, all that going on. So, you know, you're kind of nursing people through the process a wee bit sometimes, which is, is what I'm there for. Um, so yeah, patience, you need to be, you need to be focused and you need to be driven to, to run the business and you need to really believe in what you're doing. Um, you know, it's a long game having a business. You, it does not happen overnight. And I learned that, you know, the hard way at the start, I thought, you know, I've registered my company. I've, I've got a logo. I've got a Facebook account. You know, people are going to be knocking at my door now. And, <laughs> that's such basically. an important point i think you know when people start businesses and there's so much bullshit on the internet about you start your business you can make ten thousand pounds in in oh. a month and it's just not true you know it takes years and hard work and behind the scenes graft and then yes you will you know if you work hard and you, you put the time in you will get results but this 10 minute you know fit, quick fix to money is just not real is it oh my gosh absolutely not you go through it you know that's another thing when you're setting up a business like expect sleepless nights because you're so anxious you think I can't do this anymore I'm so tired I'm so stressed nobody I'm not getting the business I don't know what to do and and loneliness is a big thing and that's something that I never spoke about for a while but when you start a business it is lonely and especially you know if you're running it yourself you need to celebrate your successes you need to take your failures on the chin yourself you know nobody's going to do it for you and that can be a really lonely place to be sometimes and that's something that I don't think you can really be prepared for and what do you think is the biggest positive that you take away personally from working in the estate agency business Oh, I get to meet so many people and it's such a you know my confidence as you know just personally has grown massively over the past year and a half um with being in business and I never used to do like my videos and things like that and talking to the camera and talking to being able to talk to all these different types of people from different walks of life that you would never ever ever have met unless I was doing what I did um so yeah your confidence grows massively it's just like anything the more you do it the better you get at it and you, you learn things along the way and on the flip side of that, what would be some of the negatives of this industry you found? Oh, it can be quite, I mean, as a young woman in the industry, it's, it's very male dominated, you know, in all aspects of the industry, whether it's sourcing, you know, letting sales as heavily male dominated. And there's not that many young people doing it. Um, so, you know, coming up against the age barriers and learning how to have, you know, really difficult staring conversations with people and really setting boundaries is really difficult and I think another thing as well being in real estate and being an estate agent it's an industry that doesn't have a great reputation as it is so when you say to somebody I'm an estate agent they go oh <laughs> all right um which is something that I wanted to change and that's why I wanted to set on my own but you know especially on TikTok if you've been on TikTok you'll probably know the amount of hate that, that goes through that um so if you read my some of my comment section it's you need to have a thick skin for it yeah it's unfortunate about social media that is part of it isn't it I, I know it's one of the things that you hear about and you think oh if somebody said that to me you know they don't know what they're talking about but see when somebody actually does say it to you it, it, it can take you back a wee bit even though you know that they don't know what they're saying and yeah. you take it personally 
Yeah, it is one of those things, like you say, you just, you have to develop that kind of thick skin for, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And it's not easy. Like it gets to me. Mm. Um, Some things people say or people do, but you know, it's just, you just get used to it after a while. Definitely. So if anybody's listening and they're thinking, oh, actually, I'd really like to be an estate agent. What are your top maybe two tips? Uh, maybe it's a skill they should learn or something they can sort of practice beforehand. What should they be doing? Number one thing I always say to people that reach out and say, oh, I'm thinking of getting into the industry, you know, what should I do? Get experience. That is the, the first and foremost thing you should do. Um, whether that is working I mean, whether you want to work for a company or whether you want to set up your own agency, getting the experience first is so important. Um, you know, going to and just going and getting a job as an estate agent can be quite difficult. So there's different ways that you can get that experience. Um, something that I did, I worked as a viewing agent um, for the letting agency that I worked for um, initially. So I did all the viewings, um, just part time and at the weekends and it just got my foot in the door and I got to meet the viewers learn about the properties, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but really understand the industry because it can sound really glamorous, but the reality is so far from it. Yeah, I watched, um, uh, my girlfriend made me watch um, Selling Sunsets. Have you seen that? <laughs> I've watched a few episodes, yeah. It's a terrible program, but it's very addictive. Um, and that makes looking at a real, being a real estate agent look quite fun. Yeah, that makes it look really cool and glamorous and lovely and I mean if you're selling those types of houses then I'm, I'm sure it would be but you know <laughs> you're in anywhere else in the world you know I'm, I'll go to viewings and sometimes it'll be you know an executive property the heating hasn't been on for months it's cold it's dark and I'm just standing there and I need to wait about and it's really the most unglamorous thing you've ever seen <laughs> and how much of, uh, of working in this stage is becoming better at sales because you just mentioned you know when you're going to a property maybe that needs a lot of work hasn't been looked after there's no heating you have to try and flip that into the positive so how have you developed that kind of skill set yeah as something that i'm still learning and something i will continue to learn for years to come there's you can you can never know everything when it comes to sales um i mean initially getting the property on that's the biggest sort of sales thing you need to do you need to sell yourself essentially and you need to prove to the client that your service is you know you're you're worth it and you're better than everybody else out there you're better than all the high street agents maybe the other independent agents and you need to go in and be really prepped and prepared to answer any questions or pushbacks that that they have um and there's a lot of them that they could have um, so being able to answer those and answer those really confidently is something that I'm still learning to do. And I know lots of other agents as well, you know, they're still figuring out the best way to say things and the best way to propose their service as well. Um, but in terms of, you know, the properties on the market, if it's maybe you, you learn about the types of people that buy these properties as well. So if it's maybe a property that needs a bit of work done, it's probably going to be most likely aimed towards the investor sort of person. Um, maybe not so much in this market because trying to get a property within the right price range for an investor is really difficult. Um, or if it's maybe a you know a three bed house that needs work, it could be aimed at you know a, a first time family buyer that's maybe looking to put their own stamp on things. 
or an investor that's looking to do a flip property or looking to do it as a buy to let. So you do just, you learn what kinds of people buy different types of properties. You mentioned social media obviously being vitally important to, to being an estate agent and you mentioned you're on TikTok and I think we found you on LinkedIn. Yes. Um, you know, is there a tip or is there a trick or is there something that you did to get better at it? Is it just a case of, of continually posting and learning? Yeah, I mean, consistency is key with everything. So posting regularly, but I think finding your wee thing. So I really love videos and, you know, I, I think you maybe find me through a, a picture I, I put up about, you know, the way I dress as an estate agent. Yeah, I think we did actually. Yeah, it's wee things like that. You know, finding your wee niche and something that you really enjoy doing. So some people really hate doing videos. I know you know, agents and other business owners that just, they just don't like the camera. Um, but, you know, they're really good at maybe writing things. So they do, you know, really, excuse me, they do really like, insightful posts. And it's just getting your voice out there and the, the way that you feel most comfortable doing it. Just being really authentic and not trying to force yourself to do something that just doesn't sit right with you. Yeah, certainly. I mean, that's why we're hiding behind a podcast. Um, <laughs> um, for you, uh, would you still go into this industry uh, knowing everything you know now? I would. I definitely would. I, I love I love what I do. Um, and there's so much learning to it. I think if I knew what I knew now back then, I would take, I would, you know, do things differently. But I mean, I suppose hindsight's a great thing. And there's loads of conversations that would have went very differently. And, you know... <laughs> <laughs> all that sort of thing and you know being able to push back and stand my own in a room full of you know very experienced older people um who to you you're just a wee lassie I get that a lot <laughs> oh we go well thank you so much for coming on and having a chat with us it's been a real pleasure to hear all about your journey so far thank you so much for having me I've loved it pleasure. well thank you uh, where can people find you on LinkedIn your website everything that uh, you've got going on yeah, so you can find me on Facebook, uh, Emily Hennigan Real Estate, um, LinkedIn, Emily Hennigan, feel free to connect with me, um, and TikTok as well, Emily Hennigan Real Estate, feel free to have a wee nosy there and get lost down a TikTok hole. <laughs> Brilliant, thank you, Emily. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks, guys.